Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of the Fully Free Podcast. This episode was inspired by a conversation that I had with someone in my mastermind all about sales and not being available for the people who don't have the money for your program. I have so much I could say on this topic, but I feel like we really waste a lot of time thinking about, worrying about, um, going back and forth with the people who say, I don't have the money. And I want to preface this by saying there is nothing wrong with those people. If somebody doesn't have the money or says they don't have the money, it's debatable on how true and how often that statement is true. It's not like I hate them or I think they suck or I think they're stupid or I don't like that energy and I don't think any of that is true. We'll talk more about this, but for me, it's just that they're not ready right now. And my job and my mission is to go talk to the people who are ready right now. Do you get that? So to make this make more sense and also be kind of fun, I wanted to use this analogy example that I used with my client. And it's actually a true story of how I retrained my brain to eat healthier or well, my brain doesn't eat for me, but you know what I mean? My brain to want healthier foods. I heard this tip probably my first year in college or so um, when I was really working on like weight loss and health and fitness and honestly dieting, (laughs) that whole phase of life. And I heard someone explain this topic. I knew nothing about mindset, law of attraction, manifesting, nothing. Retraining your brain, like none of that. None of that was in my world at all. And I don't think that was even how she was explaining it. But she just said that She used to love all the things that a lot of us love. Cake, brownies, cookies, candy, chips, snacks, junk food, all that stuff, right? Relatable, at least for me. And she said what she started to do was whenever she would be offered that type of food or think about that type of food or start to crave it, she would start to say and pretend, basically act as if she didn't even like any of that food. And I I feel like she put it a little um, straightforward where it's just like she, I remember her explaining it like she'd be like, that's disgusting. I hate donuts. I hate cookies. I hate cake. I hate all that sugar. Ew, ew, ew. No, 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 no. No, thank you. Ew. But (laughs) for me, I was like, oh, that's so interesting. So I started to just think about that, that food, how that food made me feel and how that food really wasn't healthy for me in many, many ways, right? Because I was also learning about organic food and eating healthy and the way that food fuels you. And so I started to just say things like to myself where it's like, oh gosh, that makes me feel terrible. 
you know, that makes my body feel so terrible. That makes me feel so tired. That makes me have a stomach ache. Um, I don't like to eat all that sugar. I can't have that much sugar at once. Um, and I also started to say these positive affirmations. I had no clue what affirmations were either, but I started to say these things like my body just craves healthy food. Like it craves vegetables, it craves fruit, it craves water. And it actually started to work. And I, for the first time, I know some of you were like, yes, Taylor. And some of you were rolling your eyes because you're like, just give me the cake. Either way, it's totally fine. I have my moments for sure. <laughs> but um, I really started to notice it working where it was like, I literally was more thirsty for water and I was more hungry for salads. And I would eat something like a cookie and be like, it's really not that good. And I started to notice, like, it's not as good as I thought it was. Because before I was like, oh, my God, cookies, I want to eat them all. They're so good. I just want cookies all day, you know, like craving them and wanting them and giving them all this, like, power in a sense of, like, how good they are and addictive they are and how you can't stop eating them. And, you know, and when I stopped doing that, I started being like, it's not really even worth it. It's not even that good. So I started to notice some changes. And... Then when I learned about manifesting and law of attraction and affirmations and, you know, I feel like a lot of this stuff goes under like retraining your brain. I was like, oh, that's what this is doing. And I immediately, because I was also running, just starting to run my business and do sales and stuff like that at the time, transferred it to sales. And what I notice a lot of people do when they have someone reach out who doesn't have the money is they immediately either, either they've been taught to like give this person so much energy and go through all of their objections and, you know, talk about the money stuff and, and convince them that that's not true and help them find the money and, um, maybe even make them feel kind of bad or like they're just lying to themselves or they're holding themselves back. And some of that is true, but I don't, if you guys know, I believe in the transparent sales method. Um, I have a course on that. If you want to get access to it, you can reach out um, and I can have my team sneak you into that because it's so valuable and just it, it goes so in depth into just let's just be straightforward and honest that we're selling something and let's call in the people who are ready to join now and who have the money now. And it's been so helpful in my business because sales objections like when someone says they don't have the money and then me questioning that has never felt good. Taking credit cards over the phone has never felt good. Trying to lock someone in right away so they don't back out. None of that has ever felt good and none of it's ever worked for me either. So if that's you, you'd really like this program. And I know a lot of my people have actually taken it. So you may have already taken it um, if you're listening to this. But anyway, we give these people who don't have the money so much power. And I have people come to me all the time and they're like, nobody in my audience has the money which is a very broad, large statement to make. <laughs> or they'll say, um, eh, no one in my audience believes in investing. Okay, wow. <laughs> not a single one. Really? Not a single one. That's crazy. Um, they'll make these broad statements. And then they'll also wonder what's wrong with them. Why am I attracting this? What am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? Um what am I saying wrong? And there are changes to make. And again, we talk about all that in the sales course, but because you can really speak to the right person, your copy, but here's a tip. What we do is once we start to think that everyone in our audience is just broke 
or unmotivated or scared or whatever we're putting, whatever title we're putting on that, we start to speak to those people. So we're putting all of our energy into the people who don't have the money or into the people who have a ton of excuses or into the people who don't believe in investing or into the people who um, are too scared to invest. And this is such a waste of your energy and your time. You want to put all of your energy and time into the people who are so done with where they're at, so ready to go to the next level, have the money, are ready to go. They just need your message to speak to them. And when you're speaking to the people who don't have the money, the people who do have the money and who are brave and who are ready and who believe in investing are like, they feel like you're on the same page. They're like, yes, I love this post. I couldn't agree more. They're not thinking she's speaking to me. Maybe this is someone I need to work with. Maybe this is someone I need to learn from. They're just like, yes, you go. I couldn't agree more. Like, yes, yes, yes. I totally agree. Instead of this just hit home for me. And if someone does not have the money, there's no convincing you can do to get them to sign up. And if you do, it's probably going to be a regretful situation because they're going to be in a panic over their debt or their credit or what they owe someone or whatever. Or they're not going to be able to pay the payments or it's just, it's a mess. We don't want to do that. So, but what do you do when you're trying your hardest to speak to the right people? This makes sense. You want the right people who have the money, who are ready to go, but you keep getting people who don't have the money. Here's what I want you to know. I have been doing the transparent sales method for three years, four years now in my coaching business. And I still get people for all of my offers who tell me they don't have the money. Even for this thing I'm selling, I'm probably not selling this now as you're listening to this, but right now I'm selling this $47 masterclass. And I'm still getting people who don't have the money. Does that mean that I suck at sales? Does that mean that I'm speaking to all the wrong people? No, I know what I'm doing. I still get some of these people. And I probably always will. I don't know if anybody doesn't get them at all, ever. The difference is I give them no energy. I didn't get somebody say, I don't have the money for your $47 masterclass, and then try to work through objections with them. I just say, no worries. Or a lot of the time people will say like, I just don't have the money right now, but I really want to work with you soon. Or I can't wait to work with you in the new year. Instead of being like, that is so annoying. Just work with me now in my head. I'm like out loud to them. I say, no problem. I can't wait to work with you either. I give it no energy. I'm still kind, but I don't give it energy. I don't go rush to my coach and be like, I can't believe it. People are literally saying they don't have the money for a $47 offer. Like, How am I ever going to sell anything ever again that's even higher priced than this when people can't even afford a $47 offer? Because that's not true. It's not true that nobody has the money. It's just maybe, maybe true that this person doesn't. And even if it wasn't true, even if there was a chance that I could work through their objections and get them to sign up, I would rather spend that time writing a post to somebody who's in the mindset of like, let's do this. I'm going to be your best client. I am ready. Sign me up then spend my energy going through objections with somebody because I believe that I am a match for people who need me in their life, who need my work in their life. I also believe that because I'm the type of person who invests in myself, whether it's an easy investment or it's not an easy investment, I do it. And and while in the beginning of my business, I did ghost coaches and didn't have the money and gosh, I was a very annoying prospective client. 
eventually I stopped doing that and I've never done that in probably the last three years. Anything I wanted to invest in, I just, I invest in it. I do it. If it truly feels aligned. I don't ask them a million questions. I don't ghost them. I don't say I don't have the money. I don't put all my money shit on them. Like I just do it. So I'm a match for those people. So if I'm that type of person and I'm a match for those people and I'm speaking to those people, why am I still attracting people who don't have the money, especially for a $47 offer? That shouldn't even be in my realm of possibility, right? So A, I act like that. Just like I pretended I didn't like cookies and I pretended I loved salads and I started to see that happen in my life. Not that I wouldn't eat a cookie ever or that I always wanted a salad, but I started to see that be more true and easier to make that decision. I started acting like the fact that I would have people in my realm that couldn't afford it is just bizarre. So when it happened internally, I'm like, that's so weird. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Just like if someone was to offer me a cookie, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, it's not working. Why are you offering me a cookie? I don't like cookies. I've been telling you I don't like cookies. Stop offering me them. I'd just be like, I don't even like cookies. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, or I don't like soda. I, need, I want water. Okay. I'm going to go get myself some water. I put my energy into what I want. I go get what I want. And when the thing I don't want pops into my reality, I just think that's weird and move on. I don't freak out. I don't question everything. I focus on what I want and I go after that, period. Okay. Early on, I had to really play with this. So now I'm able to just be so kind and not that I was ever not kind, but I'm so kind and just cannot wait to work with you. Cannot wait for it to work out. You can totally do this. Um, You know, really, really sweet because internally I'm giving it no energy at all. It's just like, okay, they get like half a second of my mental energy. That's it. Where it used to be really hard. Like, did my marketing not hit point? Did I speak to the wrong person again? Is my mindset off? So I started just acting like it was so bizarre. Now, I don't think you should ever be mean to someone or make someone feel bad. Um, So this is internally. Internally, I'd be like, really? They think they don't have the money. Of course they have the money. Anyone can afford this. Or that is so weird that this person would ever eat. Like, if you don't have the money, why are you messaging me? Like, don't like, why would you waste someone's time like that? Just acting like it's the most bizarre thing ever to happen internally and allow yourself to move on. Because when you don't, you have pending energy. And when you don't, you put all your focus in the wrong people. And do you see how that's pushing you down? Like negative momentum, backwards momentum versus positive forward momentum and movement. So when you get a message like that or someone on your sales call internally, I just want you to be like, that is so weird. Why are we on this call if they don't have the money? I would never do that. Like what? And then just tell them totally fine. Hopefully we can work together some way in the future or no worries. Wishing you the best. No energy. You can be kind. (laughs) No energy. Here's the other thing I want to make sure I say. I have a belief that I truly am a match for only people who are ready to go, who are amazing clients, who need my work in their life. So 
Like I was getting to earlier. Why would it? That's true. Why would I ever attract somebody who doesn't have the money, especially a $47 offer? Here's what I believe and here's what I've seen. Those people will come back around. I do not give their limitations, their limiting beliefs an ounce of energy. I don't believe in them. I don't see them. All I know and see is that they're currently feeling that way and that's it. They currently feel like they don't have the money or maybe they don't have the money. Their current reality is they've put themselves in a situation where they don't have the money. No worries, no big deal. I don't hate you. In fact, I believe in you. I believe that by next week, they could be signing up for something even more expensive next month, next year. That they could be my perfect dream soulmate client, but not right now. If I have to beg, plead, go back and forth with them, follow up with them 10 times, go through their objections, try to prove their mindset wrong, not right now. But I'd love to have them listen to my podcast. I'd love to have them in my group. I'd love for them to have my free content I put out every day and every week there for them consistently as they're on their journey to naturally evolve into my ready to go right here, right now, ideal client. And I've seen it happen. I've had people say no to my offers 10, 11, 12 times and then sign up and be a dream client. But I never, ever gave them an ounce of energy when they weren't ready. Obviously, my free content and stuff, but I'm creating my free content and my pitches and posts and emails for the people who are ready to sign up. The people who aren't, they enjoy it too, but they don't get any of my actual time yet until they're ready. Because when they're ready and they make that decision for themselves, they get mind-blowing results. When a client signs up and goes, I am so scared. This is my last dollar. I need you to tell me this is going to work. It has to work. If it doesn't work, I'm absolutely screwed. And they sign up. I haven't seen anybody get results from that place. But when somebody says, Taylor, I'm doing this. Now is my time. I know you're the coach for me. I'm ready to do this. I'm going to be your best client. Sign me up. It doesn't matter if it's their last dollar on a credit card, they're $100,000 in debt, or they've saved up the money and they it, it's actually no financial worry at all. They get amazing results, but they naturally have to get there. Nobody's going to leave a sales call after going through sales objections actually feeling like that. They're going to feel like, okay, if you say that I need to pretend that I'm not scared, then okay. God, I hope this is the right decision. And uh, like after your first call together, first week together, they're panicking, putting all their money stuff on you again. No, thank you. No time for that. There's plenty of people who are ready now. So when you get that person who doesn't have the money, that's so weird. Okay, cool. When you get the person that's too scared, uh, they're, that's silly that they're even scared. Like they, they can so do this. They've still got this, whatever. When you get the person who's interviewing coaches and it makes you feel like you're not good enough, it's like, who even interviews coaches? Okay, whatever. You just don't put thought into it. Don't make it about you. It's not about you. It's not about you until you freak out, make it about you, tell your coach, cry for nights, go back and forth with them, freak out about it, write a post about it, try to convince them. No. (laughs) Okay? So... 
If you want to eat less junk, pretend you don't like junk. If you want to give less of your energy to people who don't have the money or aren't ready, pretend that somebody even getting in your inbox and telling you they don't have the money is the most bizarre thing you've ever heard of. Send them love and move on. It's as easy as that. Okay? Okay. I love you guys. I hope you really enjoyed this and I will see you in the next episode. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.